You, you are, now are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back <laughs> to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM radio dial, internet radio station, favorite podcast, or website, we're up in the mix bringing you a slice of what we call 21st Century Black Radio to the masses. A total of three hours of news, commentary, dope music, and a whole bunch of goodies, sometimes including interviews and other fly stuff you got myself on the mix and commentary in dj fusion on the side you got my bro john judah what's going on there judah <laughs> yes indeed we are wide world it's the beautiful fuse box radio of course with your man eddie ether aka john judah ready to bring it to you yes indeed for the new world big up to everybody big up to alabama and big up to everybody, of course, all across the world. Fusion, what's the deal? Um, doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Glad to be able to record a new show. Um, since we both last week were in different places, just weren't able to get stuff together. So definitely glad to um, get back in rotation with that. Thanks to all the people who hit us up on um, that level. Yeah, but they did get a fine rebroadcast of um, our previous week's show that had um, Forbes writer and author Zach O'Malley Greenberg with um, his latest book, Empire State of Mind, talk about Jay-Z's business empire. So don't y'all worry. All of our podcast heads and all that good stuff. This is a fresh, brand spanking new show. And uh, one that, um, I guess, would officially jump off springtime by the time this gets to um, everybody's ears. So that's definitely what is on. And um, let's do the promo blurb and all that cool stuff before we get into... Um, a nice amount of catch-up commentary and then we'll just you know straight up do the music and um, our various um, guest segments from our peoples over at Black Agenda Report, Free Press, and the Black University Radio Network Direct FX. Um, with the Fusebox Radio broadcast, you can always check us out um, directly on the web for basic info and all that good stuff at our overall official website. FuseboxRadioOnline.com That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E Dot com You can also go to our official blog At BlackRadioIsBack.com And for all of my social network peoples Whether it's Facebook, Twitter MySpace, YouTube, Vimeo Foursquare, the entire nine You can get to us At uh, many of those with the ending of Fusebox Radio So Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio, etc., etc. Feel free to touch base and join in. Um, it's a, both a two-person operation, so Judah and I try to get back to everybody with correspondence as soon as possible. Um, you know, we can always differ on various things, but you keep it respectful to us. We keep it respectful to you, and it's all good. And it is all dandy. And, of course, the Fusebox Radio broadcast. For those who have not listened to the show... And this may be your first time tuning in. We deeply appreciate you. And, of course, to all the heads who've been tuning in for different periods of time, we definitely appreciate you. And we're um, blessed to have a nice international audience from our home base to the States and beyond. 
And one of the things we had to give props for on that level is besides our grind and hustles, all the great um people who um rebroadcast our show via their various outlets, all of our great yes, broadcast please. affiliates. We appreciate that so much. No doubt. And you know, besides our show, which you know of course we feel is cool, um all of our broadcast affiliates have lots of great programming, writing, and um all of that good stuff. You can check out the latest list of said affiliates over at blackradiosback.com under uh-huh. our syndicated fuse box radio affiliates and it's a nice big list so check them out and i'm um, all of that good stuff and all let's right. see here what else do we have on the promo blur bin oh for all my people who like using the apps for the phone you can get the fuse box radio broadcast weekly archives um streaming on your phone through either tune in shout out to the tune in radio folks flycast and um <clears throat> excuse me we got TuneIn, we got Flycast, um, ah. um, I know we have oh. another app right now, but my mind's drawing a blank, and I'm so sorry for that right now, but it's all good, it's all there, and of course you can get to us via iTunes and Zoom, all so, right. you know, if you like what you um do, or you might miss um, part of our show via our broadcast affiliates, where they're putting it on live, or posting it up, you can always go to those particular places and grab up the Fusebox Radio for your various internet related device or if you just happen to be at the nine to five and you want to get the fuse box radio click on your computer and get it um just straight from a site you can go to our podomatic site at fuseboxradio.podomatic.com click on play you know the show is fcc friendly i'm clean as it were so while some may not like some of the stuff we say there's not going to be you know, too much cursing or anything crazy to make you get fired at your gig during hard economic times, or we hope it's not anyway. But in all seriousness, the language is clean, so it's all good. And um, yeah, let's um, get into um, a little bit of catch about what we've been doing the past few weeks and um, commentary. Um, basically, John Judah was in Jersey for a while. There's stuff that we can't necessarily reveal happening right now. But um, some good stuff is happening. So John Judah has been um, out and about between that and the D.C. Metro for a minute. I myself have been between, you know, the D.C. Metro, New Jersey, and Uh Boston. Um, Shout out Uh to the Free Press Organization. They had their National Conference for Media Reform. So I was Uh around that way um, for the conference in the past um, few days. And, um, yep, just other stuff. I mean, personal life has been a little hectic, but good. And on the business end, we just got to have a whole lot going on. For, so for those who, you know, hit us up on the instant messenger and other things and the responses haven't been as fast as they usually are. Um, right. It's been overall for pretty good reasons, but it's just been extremely, extremely hectic. So, you know, Fusebox no, no. Radio, we're, you know, getting back on track for those who um, uh, missed um, a decent exposure write-up from last week. We have a big power-packed one for my Planet Ill readers. Shout out to PlanetIll.com and my fellow affiliate crew with that no doubt and i'm um, also um oh hell nah blog um this past week's news music tuesday there wasn't anything really dope to review on the hip-hop end but um the previous week i did reviews with khalifa's rolling papers and um the next week we'll have some reviews as well so stay tuned shout out to the music staff and the overall staff over there check um, them out. out at oh hell you know check yeah. them out all good content, all good stuff, all balanced stuff, and um, yeah. 
I think that is about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, one more thing. Since um, it has been literally the weeks of the Fusebox radio broadcast traveling everywhere, whether it's myself and Judah separately or together. Um, if you're in the DC metro area, Saturday, April 23rd, 2011, over at the Wonderland Ballroom in Northwest DC, there's going to be an event called Lipstick Revolt, where there's going to be over 12 hours of all female DJs and all female musical and spoken word talent and right. it should be hot um, I'm one of the DJs on the roster if you want to get more information about what's going down with that you can go to twitter.com slash lipstick revolt or lipstickrevolt.com. shout out to the DC rap promo crew and the lipstick revolt crew and all of that for having us on board representing for what's going to be a real, you know, nice power-packed event. There's independent DJs going on. There's big regional DJs. Shout out to um, DJ Heat of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, WPGC. Um, there's a whole nice lineup of great talent on board, and um, it should be good. And it's also free, so hey, free, holla back. You can't beat free. It will be rocking you. It'll be rocking. It'll definitely be rocking. And I'm going to be in Baltimore for Startup Weekend for all my entrepreneurial people. So I know it's going to be crowded up in that piece. But if you happen to see folks, say hey and what's good. And oh, one more thing from when I was up in Boston. Shouts out to Davey D and my man Paul Porter from Industry Ears. Um, ran up on them at that particular conference. And... In the commentary, I'm gonna give a little summary of some of the observations and stuff I had. Overall, the event was cool, but there was definitely some things I thought were interesting. But um, yeah, it's all good, it's all dandy. Oh, also, shout out to Ernesto Olivo and the local 782 Music Union crew. Met them right. up as well. You know, it's always nice to meet people off the internet because I think we're so connected right now with that type of thing. But to see people live and talk to them and hash it up and stuff is um. A pretty sweet thing. So that is what's up. So I had to shout out all, all of those brothers. They're definitely doing their thing live and direct. Okay. And oh, one more shout out. Also, shout out to the brother, the Angry Indian of the Intelligent Aboriginal podcast. Um, we chopped it up right. a bit for an interview show that should be um, on the internets and all of that soon. And right. yeah, um, one thing, his podcast is awesome. Definitely check it out. Um, if no you doubt. like stuff that's in our vein, especially on the commentary end, I think you'll dig um, where that brother's coming from. And right. a bunch of other cool things. And yeah, that's it. I mean, as you hear from the babbling, it's it's been hectic in Fusebox Radio Land. We haven't even talked about some music projects and other stuff that's going on, too. But it's all good. It's all Danny should, you know, hopefully give people some extra things to make the 2011 soundtrack and event schedule nice for y'all. And yeah, man, that, ooh, that's about it. As y'all see, I spent about a good six minutes babbling about what's been happening, but we had to give that feedback, especially for our, our listeners. Well, I'm glad we're like, hey, you know, is everything okay? So y'all have, you know, a rebroadcast of the show? Like, it's all good. It's just, it's just hectic. So that's how things work. And, um, yeah, let's um, get into some commentary. Some of it's going to be catch-up commentary since, you know, we always had those weeks where either next to nothing happens or the entire world just has crazy business going on. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I guess first and foremost, especially here in the States, the big news during the past week was the potential of a U.S. government shutdown. 
and stuff just got real ridiculous before a compromise was made and as a broadcast time um, a budget the, the compromise budget has passed through the house is supposed to be sitting um, President Obama's signing in um, to office and I guess my opinion on it was for one like none of it needed to happen in the first place and then a lot of it just ended up being a lot of social posturing to people where it's like uh -huh. seriously there's there's real stuff that can go on with the budget that's a real issue like for one why is there so much money on defense spending most of it that's fools but yet a whole bunch of social programs and educational programs were in danger and some got cut and then the entire thing about well we don't like public broadcasting where mind you every country has a public broadcasting system but we wanted to cut ours because some people didn't agree with what they, they talked about or heaven forbid balanced journalism in the Planned Parenthood situation, trying to cut out Title IX fund for um, health services, period, for the poor and um, women, and a whole bunch of other things. In the day, is the budget perfect? Hell no, hardly. Hardly at all, quite frankly. But for it to have gotten to the point where it was literally until the last minute, since um, quite a few people I know work for not necessarily directly for the government, maybe things that are tied into the government, some of which that people don't necessarily think of. And when it got to the point where you had people talking about if you're a soldier overseas and the budget doesn't pass, you ain't gonna get paid. Whether you're in combat or not, that's a serious issue. No doubt. And you had congressmen who were going to get checks while, you know, let's say the government shut down a whole bunch of people wouldn't have gotten checks, including a lot of people in DC because DC government would have shut down too, automatically. If the feds had shut down, so you know, I personally think that this culture war scenario is going a little too far. It's like America is trying to vote out the few things that make it an okay country on certain levels that make other people want to come here. And I don't necessarily know why people are doing this. Maybe part of it's political posturing. Maybe part of it is that you know people think if they can go back to the olden times it's all good like how you hear some people talk about the good old days but it was never really good for most people yep. <laughs> or whatever right. so I mean I don't know I mean you like have women who are in certain political parties talking about we need to take away these rights for women it's like what the hell you think you're gonna have a job but that gets taken away okay <laughs> that's cute you know you got politicians of color who now still talk about you know affirmative action ain't necessary word you know, no offense. You know, some of y'all weren't able to, wouldn't have been able to get your foot into the door of a college if it wasn't for at least that little push, no matter how smart you were. And, you know, so forth and so on. So I think we got a lot more that unfortunately people are going to have to go through. And just because this one situation passed, and part of it was because people were just getting really embarrassed by how bad they were starting to look, um, there's a long way we got to go here. And I just hope that people here in the U.S. are fully aware of that. Um, no type of thing. So, government shutdown. Let's just keep on with the government type of thing. People are starting to try to toss their hat gently into the ring and to run in terms of running for president of the United States. And um, one of those who I personally think is media whoring, but is really you know showing his ass is um, self-proclaimed billionaire Donald Trump. Because we don't know how much money he really has and all that type of stuff. Um. He's gone to tactic where even heads like Bill O'Reilly and Rush Limbaugh and other cats ain't going. Where it's just like talking, you know, still bringing up that old thing about 
Obama might not have been born in the United States or what they call the birther thing over here and I mean he's writing with it like hard body and part of me is just there like look Donald Trump's always been a media whore always will be and while it may be a stupid tactic he may be just be trying to get attention the other side of me says well he's showing that he's a racist jackass and if he showed that he's a racist jackass and people are still of color still kissing up to him that's a fallacy on their part a, a very very huge one you know and it's getting to the point where it's just rather embarrassing in terms of how this is going and furthermore how he's not really getting checked by these mainstream media guys like he's barely getting checked by like he's getting able to run his mouth and all that and he doesn't get like no kind of I guess comeuppance from most people I mean that's like I said he, he had to get more comeuppance from Fox News and some other cats it's like that's Fox News you know how bad it is when Fox News is like you're a little crazy homie you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a whole level level of bi and stuff right there. And I I don't know, man. Like personally, I'm kind of glad people do stuff like this because it just shows where they stand. And, and if you're still rolling with them because you know they got some attention, they making money. That just makes you, you know, look like the fool. And even if you wanted to just for whatever reason ignore all that, um, Donald Trump couldn't run the USFL back in the day, the Upside Football League. That would have been the NFL's competition. Um, check the ESPN 30 for 30 film, like, and see how when he's an executive for something else, how he can wreck it. So, yes, yeah, not not the dopest look, even though he says the blacks support him and um, all that good stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe he found out Bono was getting it in with a black dude, and he just mad now. I don't understand where this particular attack is coming from, but whatever. That is what it is, what it is. What else do we got going on here? That's jumped off within the past week or so. Um, pulling up the stories, pulling up the stories. Any commentary from what I've been talking about so far there, Judah? Um, uh, well, um, of course, I think in the hip-hop world, there was a situation that happened in New York. Oh, it's a good one. Uh, with uh, DJ Mr. C, um, formerly Big Daddy Kane's DJ, mm-hmm. and DJ, I believe it was Hot 97. Um, Hot 97 DJ, one the cats who really pushed and promoted the notorious B.I.G., um, made an impact in New York hip hop for the modern so now, day, especially. And, then, and, and and for people overseas, as you know, or they know. If you have, have an impact on New York hip hop, you have an impact on global hip hop um, and national. But um, I guess Fusion will have some things to say about this. But one of the things I found interesting, I mean, and for people that don't know, he was caught in a car getting, um, somebody was, was giving him a blowjob. It turned out to be a, a transvestite man just like him. Um, my whole thing is. When, what about the people who thought he was straight or thought he wouldn't have done that? You know what I'm saying? And how people judge individuals based upon who they associate themselves with or how many women they're with or um, 
how macho, blase, blah. But then people, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying this, you know, sometimes people wouldn't have thought an individual like that would have done that, but they would have thought somebody else would have done that. So it, that doesn't surprise me that that happened. I'm more disappointed because, you know, it kind of makes, it it, 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 it kind of, tickles weak minds to feel that everybody in hip-hop is down like that more people who have you know who have a lot of holes so to speak or people who don't automatically you know everybody suspect that now everybody is you know looking over each other each other's shoulders and you know that type of thing and over nothing sometimes and but sometimes a situation like this will, will, will occur and you know that's how individuals live their life, just whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw stones at an individual, you know what I'm That's not how I get down, you know, and uh, uh, I definitely wouldn't want to have to get like down like that with a, with a prostitute slash transvestite if I was married, you know. So, you know, but, you know, that's how individuals live. That's how individuals live, you know. I just don't, people shouldn't think that everybody in hip-hop, especially New York hip-hop, is on some, you know, undercover homo or undercover you know like to sleep with you know get have things done to them by you know transvestite that's not a, that's not a new york hip-hop thing and it never was you know that's just certain individuals who are doing that you know what i'm saying and shouldn't be taken that way right. that's how that's how individuals want to live their life that's cool but certain individuals don't necessarily want to really have any part of that and you know we can keep it peace it's all good uh, I could dig you. I guess my entire situation with the Mr. C thing is, for one, it has brought up what is probably a needed conversation in regards to hip-hop and um, what Lotsi is as its um, kind of extremely homophobic stance. Now, with Mr. C, honestly, um, well, let's put it this way. For one thing, he got caught in a sex act in public. Off the bat, whether it would have been a male or a female, that was stupid. And of course, you were going to get called out for that. I mean, you know, you're getting orally pleasure, you know, where, where kids and stuff are. You know what I'm saying? So for, for people, to, for him not to expect that, that to get called out is was just ridiculous. B- bottom line. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of had me, you know, a little startled when I heard that. Now, the transvestite part, of course, it's going to get more spectacularized. Partially because it's like, yo, if one and this dude got caught, you know, because we have our superb particular society with another dude having sex, and then on top of it, it was a black dude. On top of it, it was a hip hop oriented black dude and whatnot. So, you know, I've I've heard all types of dumb stuff being told to me and sent to me, and I'm like, look, one thing, you know, the hip hop police didn't get nobody to, you know, give Mr. C pardon the vernacular head in public in in the middle of the day that wasn't the hip-hop police that man made a viable choice what he wanted by his urges and he got caught out there so part of that was on him if he wanted to keep his sex life private he had means probably more than most to do so and whatnot now is who he sleeps with necessarily my business no i mean you know quite frankly through my years doing hip-hop um type of stuff and just living in various areas you know people are going to do what they do sexually that's that's not my realm of what to control that 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 is what it is however if i had to get on a moralistic basis i'm like dude you have a wife and kids 
now. It would have been, you know, probably bad enough if your wife found out that you got caught out there with a prostitute, much less, you know, on the egocentric end. Like, you ain't just get caught with a prostitute, you got caught with a, a dude prostitute. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of another level of stuff for people to deal with. I mean, it's hard for people to deal with things when you find out that there might be, I guess, within your definition of cheating or whatever. And to find out that that's, you know, on a whole other basis is going to be extreme. Personally, the only people I feel sorry for in this story is Mr. C's wife and kids. Uh-huh. And especially his kids, because you know his kids are getting it. You know, yeah. we know oh, what was this story. And and kids are mean if you don't got dirt on you. You know what I'm saying? Kids kids are like, you know, at school, it's like, yeah, your papa got caught out there with a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know that's happening. And I think... That's unfortunate. Again, people's sex lives are people's sex lives. It's not my place to go ahead and get into all of that. But when you put your own business or foolishness out in public, you can't be surprised that people are going to talk about it and put stuff out there, whether it's people who are just like, this is a news story and this is something to talk about, or people who might not necessarily like you in the first place, or the area you represent. Or what you, you know, may represent in terms of, you know, a certain arbiter of music or culture. And um, do whatever else. I don't think we need to be digging into everybody's sex life in hip-hop. I think that's quite unnecessary. However, again, I think it's dirty that you did that and and you're married. And we don't, you know, now your wife got to worry about besides the fact that you, you know, doing that on a certain, you know, spiritual or whatever other basis. You know, we don't know what kind of, you know, heaven forbid, I hope that doesn't happen, but whatever disease his homeboy may be carrying. Word. Because he was dipping off to the side, and dipping off to the side in a very risky situation. I'm not going to get into my viewpoints on prostitution really in depth, or whatever. It happens, I think it's happened since the beginning of time, it'll happen now, but, you know, this ain't control. This ain't Nevada or someplace where this happened and, you know, maybe there's some screening or other type of stuff, you know, going down. And I guess with the Mr. C situation, in all honesty, I think some people are really nervous about it because they're worried that their dirt's going to come out. Word. Male or female on um, that particular because they they perpetuated their sexuality being something different than what they do. And I've heard tons of stuff through the years, some from very good resources. I'm not going to I'm gonna pull it, I'm gonna pull up old school Wendy Williams and name names or anything. But there's there there's stuff, man, that that will blow some people's minds that goes down. And I don't, I don't know, man. I guess I guess it's a Mr. C thing or whatever else. You know, again, people are going to do them. But you know, be careful with what you do. I mean, on multiple levels. And, you know, have some sense about you. I mean, you know, everything you can't blame on the man or the hip-hop police or whatever else. That was an individual decision that he made. And, you know, that's that. Again, I don't really care who has sex with who or whatever else, famous or non-famous. That's your own personal life. And you do you. But, you know, like if that was the average Joe that got caught caught out there doing a sexual life with somebody in public, they're going to have their story put out there, too. So, you know, you can't be protected forever, and I hope that this does bring a constructive um, talk about how hip-hop deals with sexuality and how people should be in public. 
No doubt, no and, doubt. And you know, and that's that. If you're gonna, gonna do your dirt, get a hotel. Day. You know, if you're gonna do dirt, get a hotel room, man. I don't know. But yeah, that that was an interesting story, and to kind of see some people get a little too paranoid about it. <laughs> I I just thought it was interesting. I just thought that was very very interesting. Where that? You know, where people didn't even know what was happening at first, and then you know, it was like, man, it couldn't be like. How do you know? You may not want it to be that way, but how do you really know? What's up with stuff? You know. But anyway, I, I hope whatever way things resolve themselves, and you know, some good conversation and, and train of thought and stuff. You know, get done, or maybe some people need to straighten up and fly right, or however people feel about that. So, um, good stuff. Hey, look, if if you're going to engage in that, man, and you you got some funds, don't do it in public. Don't do it on the street. Don't do it on TV in public. No. Ah, and then that's the wisdom of John Judah on that one right there. I don't know, man. Like whether it's stuff like that, or, pe- or, or people still dealing, or, or people still doing drugs, or doing drugs in public, or flashing guns, doing other types of stuff. It's like, what are you doing? You know, I think a lot of these cats they get, they get they get the Lindsay Lohan treatment, and you know they just, they just gonna skirt by and maybe just get a little blurb, and you know ain't nobody gonna care. As long as you're a person of color and you got money, and if you're anywhere near hip hop generation, they're gonna go in. On you. Bottom line, I mean, it has the people who, which was kind of bugged out to me, but I guess because I was in a certain area at the time, Mr. C was getting his blow up on. You know, I had some people like, man, why is everybody talking about this Mr. C cat? He, he just a New York based cat, but it's like he's a hip hop cat who had enough of a foundation for people to want to make a big deal of it on a national plane. So, you know, I don't know, man. Heads, heads just gotta be a little careful on that. But good thing on that there, Judah. Good thing on that. Now, let's get the hell out of that topic. <laughs> and just touch base on one or two more joints. Yeah, because I knew that was going to go on. That was going to go on for a little bit. Um, let me see here. Um, random black history fact that um, came from a um, passing, unfortunately. Um, a brother named Jerry Lawson was the inventor of the modern day game console. Like anybody who like had an Atari back in the day. Word, Nintendo, um, Sega Genesis, etc. Um, this black man um, was the inventor of the prototype for that. He invented the first cartridge-based video game console. He died in a Mountain View, California hospital at the age of 70. And Word. what he invented predated the release of Atari's first um, video computer system by a year. And stuff. So he created that. He had to patent and everything for it. There's a very interesting story about him and his background, and um, some video from a documentary about him on um, Wire.com's website. And the brother came from Queens, New York. Became an engineer and I'm a tinkerer. And um, you know, through um, college education and self-education, just really got into uh, computers. And with that, in 1970s, he ain't moved to Silicon Valley. It was part of the Homebrew Computer Club for my people who are really tech geeks and on the tech geek history vibe. That group included people like Apple co-founder Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. Word up. So, you know, he was rolling with big dogs when before everybody, you know, 
was a big dog. Yes, and stuff. Yeah, New York City go everywhere. But yeah, man, just um, very, very, very interesting story about him, man. God you know, bless that's, him. That's one of those things you might not have ever thought of, but you know, especially for people of my generation, um, yes, people yes. in their late twenties to early thirties, when. You know, you got a Nintendo and you blew on your cartridges to get dirt out and you're plugging them in, you're playing your game from your 8-bit systems on down. You wouldn't have had that if um, that brother wasn't a part of that that building and movement, so. Yes, yeah, American black niggas, you know, for black America. You know, I just had to talk about that story because I just thought that was really interesting. Even as a video game head, I would have mentioned this man's passing, but... They had to pitch. I'm like, yo, that's a black dude. Wow. Video games had an effect on everybody. Like, you got jokers who was playing video games as kids in the early uh, early 80s who are grown now, living on their own, independent, who still have video games. Mm-hmm. So that, I guess, marketing in that era worked. And the point is, you got individuals that are still connected to that. So, you know, one of those things that impacted a lot of people in their lives, you know, that's the, that's the man who was the founder and laid down the foundation for all of that type of stuff. So, you never know what people do, and I guess that's, you know, it's one of those things to be on the lookout for. So, I had to, like I said, I had to talk about that particular story. Um, let's see here, what else? Because we're getting real deep into stuff. Oh, um, Let's see here. Um, Mr. Barry Bonds, um, he has been convicted of one charge of obstruction of justice, but the other charges, the jury was not able to reach a verdict. Um, Barry Bonds, um, baseball player, broke the home run records, made some people really, really mad when he did that. Um, former slugger for the San Francisco Giants, and um, right now his people are, of course, trying to overturn the ruling and all of that. Basically, they said that he was pumping them steroids and was part of a conspiracy um, with that. And, you know, I'm sure people who are into United States baseball know about the big controversy that still goes on with that and people doing other performance enhancing um, drugs for athletics. And people have been trying to drag him into court for for a little while. And I'm curious to see how this goes. I'm like, if they weren't able to convict him of, of the big boy stuff, I think they, they just almost wanted to put something on his record. No doubt. I mean, he had people who went to jail talking about, I'm not going to say anything against him. So, I found that kind of deep, besides the fact that there were um, other people who were, you know, pumping them roids from, um, or accused of pumping them steroids, like Sammy Sosa. Um, what's that big like, name? Mark, Mark, Mark McGuire, was it? Yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah, or whatever else. I'm like, these cats ain't being dragged to federal jur- federal trial for that. But you know, those are more, I guess, mainstream friendly cats. Barry Bonds ain't care. I'm gonna get my check. I'm gonna, you know, have my have my white ladies, and I'm just gonna keep it moving. I ain't gonna try to shut them down for y'all on TV. And maybe part of it, besides the fact that he, you know, he broke a, a record that a whole bunch of people didn't want him to break. No doubt. So, you know, you had a lot of cats who kind of been gunning for him. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Personally, I think he's being railroaded. 
I think it's whether, whether, whether he's guilty or not. Partially I think he's getting railroaded. The, the whole rating system, I mean, in the sense of uh, uh, um, uh, um, testing, you know, they, they allow people free to do that for a long time. And then all of a sudden, it just sticked it up. So that's why you had Cash scrambling at the last minute. Because, you know, they didn't test before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, 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 you know, some cats maybe retired and even didn't even have to worry about that. But, you know, I mean, of course they're going to be cats that do it. If they allow it, then they whatever. I mean, you know, the, the, the thinking that cats are, are, are not going to do it, but they can't. It's legal for them to do it. I mean, you know, I mean, that's naive or whatever. So, I mean, you know, as far as I'm concerned, a lot of those records that were done during the period when they weren't testing, you know, Barry should stand like those people. You know what I'm saying? They weren't testing then, but, you know, so how do we, you know, some people say, you don't know, but at the same time, I mean, it's the the same situation. You know, to me, it's it's unfair in that way. I mean, you know, I, I think in one instance, they shouldn't be doing it, but if they didn't test for it, you know, Who's to say that they didn't do it? But um, I think he's the home run guy, period. No doubt, no doubt. And honestly, they're making it sound like he's the only cat who, who ever possibly stuck a needle inside of him. And no. I think that's just really, really ridiculous. But anyway. That'd be the downfall of some heroes if they if, if they were able to check that. You know, if they, if people thought were great. Oh, they were on roids too. They want the real McCoy. Ooh, ooh. That'll be a downfall of decades worth of teams. That's why they're not really going there the way they, they really talk hard and should. And, um, one. Indeedy, indeedy. And one more quick, um, story. People know I'm very big on literacy and access to libraries and stuff in general. And while there's various towns throughout the United States and other places that are talking about either shutting down libraries or having them um, severely reduced hours or cutting staffs, etc., um, I got to shout out the um, ALA for um, just a few interesting facts I wanted to toss out to people and whatnot, just so people will know that even in this day and age how important libraries are. Um, two-thirds of libraries in the United States report that they provide the only free access to computers and the internet within their communities, particularly in oh, urban oh. communities. Um, oh. Nearly all Americans, 96% on the survey, say even if they're not regular library visitors, that they play an important role in giving everyone the chance to succeed. They support education and lifelong learning. Let me see here. 63% of the people in the United States have um, public library cards. For those who are trying to get their employment on and whatnot, many libraries design and offer programs meant to meet local community economic needs, whether it's guidance for resume writing, training, uh, workshops, job search, especially, unfortunately, this day and age where stuff is really, really bad. You know, etc. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very important thing, yo. I mean, people can't sleep. People really can't sleep on people, you know, having access to books and other forms of information and decimation to get stuff, um, going on and jumping off. So I wanted to throw that out there. And lastly, since we're talking about technology and stuff and directly with the libraries, um, real quick summation about the conference I went to. Overall, I think the information was good. The vibe was pretty good. Um, Not a huge population of people of color there, but more than I honestly thought there would be. 
I think stuff like that needs to happen in more, I guess, urban centers. So I think a lot of people have an idea that stuff just ain't right with um, what they see on TV or read and stuff every day. But if you don't put it in a place and a price range, if you're not, let's, let's say, covering it for press or have a whole bunch of spare money, you know, it's, it's kind of a preaching to the choir thing. And it's kind of nice to have, but, you know, you can't always do stuff like that. You know, movements happen with lots of people. It doesn't happen with one person. But, you know, just just wanted to real quick some, some short summation of stuff over there. But, yeah, the vibe was good. Definitely some um, good people over there. Some good speeches. Met people from all over the United States and internationally. And, um, yeah, it was interesting. Plus, I got to see um, Sarah Jones perform for the first time. She was over there. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, and um, that was pretty good. That, that That's some talent that's off the chain right there, you know. For, for real, for real. And, um... Yeah, overall, shout out to the folks at Free Press, all the people who I can necessarily name and organizations now I ran into and all of that good stuff. Um, interesting event. Uh, probably end up doing a write-up for one of the various sites or at least by RadioEffect.com on that um, within the upcoming week. And Upcoming! Incoming! And yeah, man, that's about it, you know. I'm glad to be back on here with John Judah. You know, we've been traveling, we're in flux, but we got the Fuse Box Radio jumping off, so people who might get happy for a week, too bad. No, <laughs> but I'm seriously. Yes, indeed. Big um, shout out to all my, uh, to my peoples and jurors and the boys and wives. See me again, guys and gals. No doubt, no doubt. It's about that time to get into it. Mix of old and new school music from the international black diaspora, as well as a little bit of commentary from our folks over at Black Agenda Report, Free Press, and the <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, Black University Radio Network. So yeah, it's about that time. You know, commentary a little long, but we haven't been in the mix for a week, so y'all know how it goes. We're old school. And for those who are new, it usually doesn't go this long, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you gotta get that talk on before you get the groove on, but either way, both things we hope make you spark your mind a little bit, tap your feet, and, yep, that's the deal. We're the folks here bringing the balance back to black radio. This is the syndicated Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. All right, peace. All right, we'll be looking you, peace. super bad dudes and hang them in together they'll make some music whether or not somebody else thought it was hip or not you know it'd be okay you dig somebody's got to start it Came and thought they had stride. You accustomed to cussing and bluffing, fussing for nothing. 
Half of y'all crumbs are just soft like muffins I bake Masterpieces, sharper thesis Y'all candy-coated mothers of think like pieces Needless to say, all these runners shoes yours You retreated when I gave out head for wars My microphone set is immensely brick wall Silent in and out, you slept, so now snore Who got my back, you ass lord and blast master Unorthodox combinations from the masters Mics I menace, when it's finished You get an understanding of what we bring no gimmicks on construction sites I'm skilled at it I'm illmatic so yes answers your question if you ask me do I still have it I'm the realest the illest coming out the woodworks like the moons in the village but seriously I got the remedy if I was at the bottom of the toilet you still couldn't hold it on me originally it's the same vet I'm on that get rich list but they didn't call my name yet I'm making special like a prom night I bomb mics while other brothers are old news like what the Cronkite is critical you got these Xerox individuals with word life it ain't nothing like the original I wreck kids that's my theory and perspective when it comes to hip hop I'm on the case like Detectives, you better step to the next man, cause the greatest soccer player couldn't kick it like finesse can. This is the scientific, extra prolific, terrific, mystic, simplistic, metaphysic, no gimmick type lyric. When you hear it or hear me running through the scrimmages, you see images affecting your sight to make you go, you there he is. No, here he is, rocking your superiors in your hardest areas. Your lyrical skills are inferior. It's because your video that they care for you. I'll take care of you quickly, because I cannot take it. Your weak head needs to be decapitated, because you fake it. If your heart was caffeine, well, you're now decaffeinated. You scream battle, but it's the end of your career. You anticipated. I hate it. Career ended. How splendid. For whack MCs, I come doctor recommend A brainstorm to make something kind of lyrical A brainstorm to make something kind of lyrical Blowing up some from state to state Ha <laughs> ha! You know what's up when Lord Finesse up in the piece? All you whack-ass rappers better go rewrite your album OC in the house, KRS in the house, yeah New York style in the house, yeah BDP crew in the house. Yeah. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Yes, we need this. The best is yet to come in. Yes, believe this. Let go of my echo while I. 
Right now, it's a legendary DJ Marley Mar. You're on the fuse box. You know how we get down. About flowing and no business. I figured I'd get in and get comfortable, kick my feet up. So I'm up in the studio with my sneakers on the speaker. Got the gas face like Joe D, turn the beat up and open up the window, cause we got another heater. It's like they never knew the definition of a leader, but easily intrigued by the, the shit they be seeing. LP sounding like a whole different being. Know that ain't the same motherfucker I be seeing. Working downtown as a capital policeman. Wonder if he used that squad car to move his keys in. Gotta be content with the lifestyle you leading. Thinking it's a movie, it can be your last scene. Everybody hustling and everybody's. 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 
Everybody hustling and everybody spitting. Everybody hustling and everybody spitting. So when you go to rock a show, everybody missing. They say they in the streets, but they really in the kitchen. And only handle beef whenever get me flipping. The guys got my back, but there's no need for fronting. Dawn hasn't even cracked. These members already lunching. I tell them, take your time. You're inclined to learn something. It's why not vodka. It ain't made by Russian. <laughs> but fuck it, man. I ain't saying nothing. Just keep the beats pumping till they get a concussion. And make them drums talk like an ancestor's YouTube. So you can keep it locked till we dock at your Uru. Cause heal, then we gon' ride away the shins we killin' it. And make fakes walk the plank for getting foolish. Cause ain't nobody dope as us and ain't nobody realer than substantial Joe Dig and Godzilla. I got 16 for this one, Godzilla. It's all cliche, all clicked up. It's all clico, it's all dish, all ass that they kissed up. It's a fight the ball up on my fist up. These niggas are going hot smoke, so I twist up. Get high, wave high to them. Killing what kind is how I do them. Shooting with a smile. Early bird gets the worm, I be hooting with the owls now It's authentic, behold the all minute You took and ain't see me like the cars tenant 40 cal for you to get with that 2020 Ha 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 ha, you took and got that funny money Check out this bizarre, rapper style used by me Skinny mugging flowing like a B.I.G. Call it life after death, one hand washes the other In the right after left Yes Hey, this is DJ Logic. You're now listening to the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip hop and soul music, news and commentary from all over. Let's go. a fan of hip-hop, you know, been doing this for a minute, but you know what I like, you know what I really like, y'all, I like when my favorite producer grab the mic and let him know what time it is, so I had to do a joint like that, you know what I'm saying, Let's go. 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 Let's go.
trying to lounge like a cool shit. So you can tell if you don't want to do shit. Cause all my brain is the music. Sex, drugs, money, and plans for that new shit. So fluid, a flood in motion. A tsunami straight at the ocean. Who's posted? Left dry and picked at by damn vultures. Scavengers all left with their hands open. But I'm a close shop, set up roadblocks. Never step in those blocks without no knots. Hold up, it's like they smoke known rocks. Because they can't get enough of that old ox. Boom bap, heavy pack, rap chalk. We outline the whack rapper when the cats talk. I try to zone to the beat, of course, pause. Now let's get back to the source, cross.
Illis MC Light, you're checking out the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip-hop and R&B from all over. It's the simple things that knock me off my feet, like the card you give and the sweet words you speak. You're more than my man, you're more than my friend to me. You are my destiny, you make me feel complete. So no job is too small or large, I'll handle it quickly, free of charge. I don't need nothing else in return, just don't stop loving me.
Yo, check this out. This is Chuck the Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. The corporate news media greeted new census data detailing the drastic and general decline of black populations in center cities as if the phenomenon were somehow a vindication of the American dream, a cause for celebration. The dramatic increase in the movement of African Americans back to the South which actually began decades ago, is held up as proof positive that America's racial conflicts will soon be a thing of the past. Newsrooms seem filled with jubilation that the nation's cities will soon be liberated from two generations of concentrated black presence. Underlying the upbeat news coverage is the assumption that a diffusion of blacks is, by definition, a good thing for the nation as a whole and for black people themselves. It also assumes, against all relevant evidence, that this mass movement of black people from New York City, Chicago, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Detroit, Oakland, and so many other cities is totally voluntary that economic push-out has played no major role in emptying the cities of blacks and sending hundreds of thousands down to Dixie. It is an absurd assumption by journalists whose elation at the black exodus compels them to ignore gentrification as one of the main factors. People who are priced out of the cities by gentrification cannot be considered voluntary migrants. Gentrification has become an overarching fact of black urban existence, making life less tenable every day, especially in New York. It is no wonder that 17% of blacks that relocated to the South in the past decade were New Yorkers, far more than from any other state. When gentrification places the monthly rent hopelessly out of reach, there is no choice but to leave. And why not South? where it's cheaper and there are so many people who look like you, some of whom are related. 
Those who would characterize the black southward movement as overwhelmingly voluntary and non-economic speculate that folks are going south to be near family. But family has always been there. Why the big rush to join them now? There is literally no statistical basis in U.S. Census data to conclude that the urge to strengthen family ties is an important factor in reverse black migration. But white corporate media and the types of black folks that work for it have no problem substituting their own favorite scenarios for real data and real facts. Black movement from inner cities to the suburbs is also intertwined with gentrification. It is not only the poor who are pushed out, but also better-off families and singles for whom city life is no longer viable. But all suburbs are not alike. Study after study shows that blacks more often wind up just outside the borders of the central city in older suburbs, many of which have the characteristics of inner-city ghettos without the conveniences and urban amenities. Such suburbs hug the edges of Washington, Chicago, and Detroit. Other suburbs may appear to be racially integrated today, but that is only a snapshot in time. These places will be much blacker or browner tomorrow because of white flight, the root source of segregation in America. Whites are also in flight from the truth that the deeply racial dynamic of gentrification is forcing many black folks to cheaper suburbs and the lower-cost South, including many blacks that claim the move is strictly voluntary. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to www.blackagendareport.com. You are now. One, two, three, three. You are now, are now, are now. Tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio Back to the masses.
coming through Tokyo. Make a take big going board describe now.
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fuse. Hi, hi, hi. Sister wow. Kalonja alongside Antonio Red Rose. Hi, 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 hi. Wow. Hey girl, your lonely days are all over. I'm Mr. Right and I made no pushover. Girl, I wanna be your number one lover. Between the sheets or under the cover. Girl, your lonely days are all over. I'm Mr. Right and I make no pushover. Girl, I wanna be your number one lover. Between the sheets or under the cover. Oh, yeah. She want a man for surround her, yes, and put away her loneliness. Me have the right thing for you. Girl, I got the right thing for you. Girl, I whole night I want you. Girl, I whole night I want you. Hey, hey girl, your lonely days are all over. I'm Mr. Right and I made no pushover. Girl, I want to be your number one lover. Between the sheets or under the cover. Thing for you. Girl, I want 
Welcome to Media Minutes. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Megan Tatey. Google has announced the winner of its year-long search for a city worthy of a one-gigabit fiber-to-the-home broadband network. Fiber optics-based systems can deliver broadband services like video, telephone, and data more efficiently than traditional copper cables. Kansas City, Kansas will begin offering its shared access service in 2012. Google said its goal was to find a location where it could build efficiently, make an impact on the community, and develop relationships with local government and community organizations. The announcement left hundreds of cities disappointed. Austin, Texas was a finalist in the process. Chip Rosenthal was co-founder of the Big Gig Austin Initiative, the grassroots effort to support the city's response to Google's challenge. He says that with Google's tight schedule to be online in a year, any small edge a city had worked in its favor, and any small drawback could end the application's chances. And one of the issues that we've got in Texas is we've got a state law that prohibits municipalities from getting involved with network services. So if nothing else, you know, we're running against the wind on our response. You know, I can't point to a single thing and said, well, Casey did this that we couldn't do. But everything that Austin did had to be measured through the filter of, will this pass muster with our state law? And it's hard to be competitive in this intensely competitive situation when you've got an arm tied behind your back. Rosenthal says that states are vulnerable to industry control because there aren't as many public interest groups working at the state level. Ten years ago, when Austin tried to build its own network, incumbent providers AT&T and Time Warner lobbied the state legislature to make it illegal. And we've been kind of stuck since. You know, we still have copper to the home from almost all of our providers. We were looking at broadband caps you know, from Time Warner two years ago, and AT&T has now announced it nationwide, our broadband is not getting better. This week, FCC Commissioner Minion Clyburn issued a statement opposing laws like the one in Texas that hinder communities trying to develop their own broadband networks. One such bill is working its way through the North Carolina legislature. Problems with American media are no laughing matter, yet somehow comedians are making it funny. Matthew Filipovich is a Chicago-based comedian and political satirist. He's been joking about the media for years in an effort to change it. He says getting people laughing at big media's expense is one of the most potent tools we have to speak out against the powerful. So it's the whole thing about the court jester. If a subordinate goes up to the king and tells him he's a thief, the king will say, off with your head. But if the guy comes up and makes everybody laugh by pointing out that the king is a thief, the king can't exactly chop off the guy's head because everybody likes him. He says making a wonky issue like net neutrality funny gets more folks informed about free speech online. You ask just some person who's working 50 hours a week, why is net neutrality important? They're not going to have the time or just even the energy to do it. However, if you can come up with a short 30-second video that's really, really funny, that can get their attention, and that can pique their interest into looking into something like that. But I think of comedy sort of as a gateway drug to news. In an age of consolidated media, 
the open platform of the internet lets comedians like Filipovich share their work without permission from anyone. If you wanted to be on television as a comedian, you essentially had to be uh, a certain type. But now, with the way the internet is, with the way new media works, you can bolster and create your own audience without those people. Filipovich will be talking about the power of political comedy and satire at a panel discussion at the National Conference for Media Reform this weekend in Boston. Also on the panel are comedians Sarah Benincasa, Aaron Gibson, Katie Halper, and Elon James White. To find out more and register for the event, visit freepress.net. To hear Filipovich's comedy, visit matthewf.net. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit www.freepress.net. Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Mountain organized medicine men, highlanders immortalized. Oh, hell to ARM, the 
some African medicine men To all the soulful folks, the women and men We welcome you to the world of medicine men Hey, hey, medicine men, 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 hey, hey School, they call me shrimpy. Violin was the instrument I wanted to play. Miss Cole, but needed violas, dancey strings. I stood my ground, and then she wanted me to play. I need a knee string, I need it my way. I practiced all night, I practiced all day. My little brother Dean ran the mama scream, saying, "Please make Derek stop playing that thing." She replied, "Today we must suffer. One day he'll be great." It was sixth grade, and I was last string, embarrassed. No, y'all, it didn't mean a thing. The motor that I love came at my elbow, man. And by the time I made it into the eighth grade, I was constant mess with they tuned up my eighth string. I did it again. Cash Usher TLC Chris Crossman and Kimmy and Mujumane Dupree If then the Holyfield was across the street The entertainment bug was in my soul was all on me Didn't matter to my parents, you gon' get your degree Major than biz, cause daddy did, he made good cheese The most boring stuff on black was that you ever could see Always love science and high school, moved to biology Lord Jesus, my crazy, he ain't getting through me Spoke to Dr. Clark, got my BS degree Archie, he got me in the polo stone I was trapping, getting in the south, I had my soul Never lost sight of my goal Recruited to New York within three years Was working with mold I'm history now, the rest you know One a couple years ago Can't believe what I heard on the phone call Malignant tumor in the size of a volleyball Uh-uh, y'all wrong, let's roll Need another opinion Don't say it, don't Google, don't speak that word On the front of that building, find another intern You ain't speaking that over me, oh no sir Cause faith is dead without the work James 2, that's chapter 26, the verse Can't explain my nerves, but I can the courage Family like an army just got to the surge Cut went smooth, now NS tubes Catheter, morphine, man, I'm screwed Dion stayed up all night, my dude Booby and my parents by my bedside too Ten days later, doctor came with the news Everyone shouted, not me, I knew Everyone rejoiced, not me, I knew My faith had grown so strong, I knew The victory is mine, yes, this I knew The question is, how about you? I'm not 
What's the deal? It's MC Lightning checking out the fuse box, bringing the best of hip hop and R and B from all over. Gave a lot of my life to the public, but y'all don't really know. It's a shame that y'all put me in such a box. Check it. Talk to him like you're supposed to. Come on. Radio. 
What's up, everybody? It's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman, and this is Direct Effects. That's right, the jump off, your hottest daily dose of entertainment and college news, brought to you by the Black University Radio Network. And on today's show, we discuss the fallout here in the USA after the disaster in Japan. Not only did they have the biggest earthquake in history, then you add a major tsunami tidal wave. Now you hit the country and the rest of the world with a new N-word, nuclear. The radioactive nuclear fallout in Japan may be the biggest threat to America since World War II, and we will break that down. We caught up with the very talented actor and comedian, Mr. Brandon T. Jackson, star of the new blockbuster film, Big Mamas Like Father Like Son, opposite the legendary Martin Lawrence, and with natural disasters happening more and more these days, how prepared are we for an act from Mother Nature? We'll talk emergency kits everybody should have. All right here next on Direct Effect. Let's go to Vegas featuring Snoop Dogg as the hot new singer blazing clubs and mixed tapes across the country. Bright lights, big cars, big smoke from cigars, get yours. True Vision Media Group CEO and artist Dollface, repping Baltimore, Maryland, is ready to turn the heat up on the music industry this spring with her hot lead single simply titled featuring Snoop Dogg. If you want to take bets for the Dollface's hot new single, Let's Go to Vegas, has garnered national airplay and is available now on iTunes. Download Dollface's hot new single, Let's Go to Vegas, featuring Snoop Dogg, on her official site, dollfacemusic.com, and follow her at twitter.com front slash dollfacemusic. You can't prepare for a natural disaster after it happens. FEMA, Homeland Security professionals, police officers, and firefighters all agree in a serious emergency, earthquake, hurricane, flood, tornadoes, or chemical warfare, you and your family must be prepared to survive three days. That's why every family should have an emergency ready box. Inside the box, you should have these essential supplies. Canned goods, nutrient dents, battery ran, multi-frequency radio, a flashlight, maybe two, extra cell phone battery, and portable charger, first aid supplies, hazard masks, rotary phones in case cell phone towers or satellites are down, clean pure drinking water, five gallons, and protective thermal wraps. Being prepared can only reduce fear, risk, and anxiety. Disasters disrupt hundreds of thousands of lives every year and each have lasting effects on both people and property. If a natural disaster happens in your community, local government and relief organizations will try to assist you, but you need to be ready as well. You should prepare for natural disasters that happen in your community, so do your research. Prepare and ready to make it three days with your own shelter, first aid, food, water, and sanitation. Get prepared. We sat down with the very talented actor and comedian, Mr. Brandon T. Jackson, star of the hot new silver screen gym, Big Mamas, like father, like son, opposite the legendary Martin Lawrence. And he's definitely held his own in that film. Here's Brandon T. Jackson defining his art. Are you an actor or comedian, bruh? Break it down. I did a a, a movie, and I mean, I did a, a student film when I was in, in high school, right? It, I, I was a drama kid. I was in high school. I, I'm a comic. You know what I'm saying? I got to stay true to being an actor and a comedian. 
you know, I don't want to just, because sometimes you be too much of a stand-up comedian that people don't take you serious as an actor. You know, you just kind of sound like you're doing the movies. That's the very talented and funny Mr. Brandon T. Jackson. And remember, Big Mamas, like father, like son, is in theaters now. Go support and check that out. Although the mainstream media and the U.S. government officials continue to downplay potential health dangers to our country, a number of experts are beginning to come out with warnings that say otherwise. The situation in Japan seems to be getting worse by the minute. News is coming across the wire that two of the three nuclear reactors leaking deadly nuclear chemicals that cause cancer and shuts down organs is in jeopardy of melting down. The Japanese government has set up a so-called dead zone of around 26 miles and has begun to distribute iodide pills to the public, while they continue to claim that the public is in no danger. The California, Oregon, and Washington Departments of Public Health has been keeping a close eye on radiation levels. They have placed a monitor on air, water, and food supplies for consumption. The California, Oregon, and Washington Department of Public Health has been keeping a close eye on the radiation levels. They have placed a monitor on air, water, and the food supply for public consumption. A growing number of experts are suggesting that a total nuclear reactor meltdown would definitely affect the west coast of California. The radioactive cloud would affect the water, milk, food supply, and way of life forever in the USA. The reason is because those reactors run on uranium and plutonium. That's what the atom bomb consists of. The release of these two nuclear chemicals into the environment would be an extremely serious matter we here in the States need to prepare for. Get the information straight. Hey, are you tired of those same old energy drinks with bad taste? Make a switch to Pitbull Energy Drink with a guaranteed no aftertaste. Pitbull offers more energy with ginseng and vitamins B6 and B12. With a ginger ale, lemon lime flavor, Pitbull meets the consumer's demand for better tasting and healthier energy products with a guaranteed no aftertaste. Make a switch to Pitbull Energy Drink. Pitbull offers more energy with ginseng and vitamins B6 and B12. With a ginger ale, lemon lime flavor, Pitbull meets the consumer's demand for better tasting and healthier energy products. For more information on Pitbull Energy Drinks, bars, and mixes, visit their website at hiphopbev.com. That's hiphopbev.com. Online orders available at hiphopbev.com. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. Remember, check us out on Twitter. That's twitter.com front slash black college. Follow us. And you can check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com front slash black college. Until tomorrow, it's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman. And I'm going. You're listening to Direct Effects, boy. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Fuse Box
Master of the ceremony, guaranteed to rock the house. Definitely not a 
stress Cause I'm a fugitive and I'm on the run And my line of work, that's number one My best friend in the world is not a dog, boy or girl My only friend in this world I know with my portable TV radio So when we get up, out and on the go We always travel in stereo Because after I put a tap to you I look back and see who's got you And when things finally simmer down They won't have me to kick around Like 
are highly ranked. Black blank ID card. So disregard what you think you saw. Put that phone down now. Who you think you calling, huh? One little flash, then good night there. Just open your eyes, honey. Look right here. Thank you. Mission completed. I mean it. We won't be defeated. You seen it. We did it. Even with weapons depleted. Galaxy defenders don't act like you don't remember. Taking contenders and proving they only pretenders. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the men in black is back to protect the world. When the enemy is near, the elite is here. So have no fear. Just let me see you nod your hand. Come on. Nod your hand like this. Let me see you.
Just because I know she don't know, I quote Her brain be drained by a 24 inch remote Revolution, a solution for all of our children But her children don't mean as much as the show I mean, watch the words of the screen and fiend For a TV ad, and it just make me mad I don't think I can handle She goes channel to channel, cold looking for that hero She watch channel zero She watch, 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 she
Oh, mm-hmm.
now listening to the Fuse Box with John Cuda. Go!
you'll agree, it's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night. <laughs>